Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to your D1T5 for Wednesday afternoon, September 9th. My name is Anthony Grassi, and let's jump right into the most important things you need to know from in and around college athletics in five minutes or less. Oklahoma State is instituting furloughs, salary reductions, and layoffs that will affect approximately 232 of the department's 241 employees. Of the department's 25 contracted employees, 16 have agreed to voluntary pay cuts, including athletic director Mike Holder and every head coach. Today, 10 employees were laid off and 66 will begin participating in furloughs beginning September 16th. Along with other cost containment measures, these personnel moves will eliminate $13 million from the fiscal year 21 budget. Salary cuts range from 2.5% to 25% with the highest earners seeing the biggest reductions. Illinois Athletic Director Josh Whitman estimates the Illini stand to lose $20 million on the low end this fiscal year, noting that that figure could significantly increase without football and men's basketball, saying, quote, we're going to avoid trying to make any knee-jerk reactions until we get a better sense of what this year looks like. The football season won't happen in the way we expected it might in terms of a fall season. There's still, I think, a strong possibility that we're going to play football this year, and hopefully we do it in a meaningful way that creates great interest from our fans and from the public. If we're able to do that, we'll be in a stronger position financially than we expect. According to Out of Bounds' Andy Wittry, the Mountain West is exploring the possibility of taking out a conference-wide loan similar to the one being planned by the Pac-12. If you thought there was a lot of teams in the NCAA tournament already, prepare to have your head fall off of your shoulders because ACC men's basketball coaches today voted unanimously to approve an all-inclusive 2021 NCAA tournament, which would feature all Division I teams. Louisville head coach Chris Mack saying, quote, The ability to incentivize the regular season without mandating a select number of non-conference and conference games provides flexibility for all member institutions. Duke head men's basketball coach Mike Krzyzewski explains the proposal to The Athletic, quote, People have not talked about the tournament hardly at all, and to me, that's a mistake. You have to know the end game. You have to know how to get to the end game, and then that helps you determine everything that comes before it. We've almost been backwards. Stadium's Jeff Goodman questions the rationale behind the ACC unilaterally proposing an all-in tournament if it is indeed the will of everyone, saying, quote, This is the problem with college sports. Everyone is out for themselves, not working together and the NCAA obviously isn't organized enough. Goodman reveals that, quote, the most common two words I continue to hear from coaches and athletic directors involving college basketball right now, shit show. CBS's Matt Norlander points to an NCAA-connected source on the expansion of the NCAA tournament, who notes there is no path for the finances to add 300 more teams, and no one is going to subsidize it. Other reactions, USA Today's Dan Wilkin approves of the idea, noting that, among other things, it would incentivize many of the smaller schools who are facing a financial crisis to actually play the season. On the flip side, Yahoo's Pete Thamel argues the ACC's proposal won't work, writing, quote, The notion of a bigger NCAA tournament making considerably more money is basically a fallacy. The TV dynamics of this would be considerably fraught. That's essentially because college basketball is already set up as an all-inclusive tournament due to the conference tournaments. It's just not all packaged under the same NCAA umbrella. In and around the Big Ten, Northwestern President Morton Shapiro swears in an affidavit that Big Ten presidents and chancellors voted 11-3 to postpone the season and that the decision was made for the safety of student-athletes. Nebraska President Ted Carter reveals that Big Ten presidents and chancellors will vote on a return-to-play plan very soon, adding, quote, There are some people that just want to put out disinformation, and then there are some professionals on campuses, like the Penn State doctor, that put out information that had to pull all of that back. Everyone should take information with a strong dose of caution. Listen to the people that are in senior administrative positions. We are very open and transparent. The Chicago Tribune's Teddy Greenstein reports the vote could occur this weekend at the earliest, possibly Sunday or Monday. The NCAA has established a new COVID-19 medical advisory group that brings together professionals from all three NCAA divisions and all of the Division I Power 5 conferences. 
The purpose of the group includes reviewing emerging COVID-19 research and data to provide guidance to the NCAA membership regarding training, practice, and competition, specifically providing guidance regarding appropriate COVID-19 protocols applicable to winter and spring sports, providing guidance for conducting all sport competitions and championships, providing guidance as it relates to psychological, medical, and mental health consequences of COVID-19, and assessing other emerging information such as vaccines and new medical treatments. The D1 Committee for Legislative Relief issued a blanket waiver for this season allowing men's and women's basketball programs to use two basketball-specific non-coaching staff members to engage in managerial duties during on-court activities so long as the position existed prior to September 7th. Additionally, women's basketball programs will be permitted to use up to two basketball-specific non-coaching staff members as practice players. The waiver is designed in part to help limit the number of individuals in contact with teams to those who are essential to their respective programs. Penn State has suspended team activities for several programs after its latest round of testing returned 48 positive test results. And that is all for your D1T5 for Wednesday afternoon, September 9th. Be sure to check your inbox for more updates and what is going on around the nation in and around college athletics. If you are not currently subscribed to D1T5, be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening. My name is Anthony Grassi, and we'll see you bright and early Thursday morning.